if there's a perception that we can't work this out because we have different values, that possibly there's another opportunity for you is to see and talk together about what are the ways that each of you being in your highest value supports the other person. Right. Versus in maybe a less conscious state, arguing about who's going to live in who in someone else's values. Like, right. I want you to live in my values or you want me to live in your values. Welcome to The Art of We, the podcast where we explore how committed partnerships can be potent vehicles for fully delivering our gifts to the world. Hi, I'm Krista Vanderveer, a seasoned consultant and executive coach. And I'm Dr. Will Vanderveer, a leader and educator in integrative mental health and wellness. As husband and wife and business partners, we keep learning that the key to maximizing our authenticity and impact in the world lies inside the health, security, and depth of our relationship. On this show, we'll pull back the curtains to share lessons, insights, and practices from our own marriage and professional careers that help us thrive. If you're a leader, founder, or overachiever, and you want to leverage your relationships for personal and collective growth, then you're in the right place. Today, we're going to talk about our experience with conflict. Mm-hmm. It's a juicy topic. <laughs> and anyone out there who's in a partnership probably knows that territory. Except for the couple on White Lotus. Oh, right. We're watching this. I don't know if you've heard of this. <laughs> The one who never have a fight on Netflix called White Lotus. Oh my gosh, it's a, it's a very humorous kind of weird, twisted series. But we love it because it just makes us laugh. And in series two, there's this one couple who's like, "Oh, we we never have conflict ever." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, if you're in a relationship, most likely you're having conflict. Yes. If you're actually paying attention to what's going on, you're likely having conflict. Right. Yeah, I think there probably are couples who function more in silos Hmm. where there's maybe less conflict yeah and they're okay with that they're okay with the silo effect yeah Yeah. what we're talking about here is moving forward into a more collaborative more intermingled kind of couple experience where you do bump up against differences in what people want to do with their time what's important to them Mm -hmm. so like each person in the couple having different priorities. Exactly. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that from using the word values, which can get a little bit misunderstood because values are also used in religious and moral ways of conversations. Conversations. Yeah. In this conversation, we're talking about values in terms of priorities, like what is most important to you in this season of your life for you to spend your time and energy on. Right. And In other words, what makes life meaningful to you? Yeah. Yeah. And it can be a journey to get to know exactly what that is. And oftentimes, I think for younger people, there's a process of uncovering who am I, what's important to me, separate from slash in evolution out of my family of origin, what are my parents' values, Right. Who did I need to be to get the love that I wanted and needed as a kid? Right. That we yada, yada. F- might think that are our values. Right. Because we're putting time and energy towards those things. But often it is an internalized value, meaning somebody else's value that we've taken on. Right. So if you're interested in learning more about values, we would recommend a person we've studied with. We mentioned him before. His name is Dr. John Demartini. Mm-hmm. And one of his kind of signature trainings is called the breakthrough experience where you 
spend a whole weekend diving into who am I, what are my values? And we've both done that program and, you know, found it really powerful and useful. Super helpful on so many levels and many different ideas that he has that helps really me feel more sovereign in my own way of being inside of the world. It's really awesome. Yeah. 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 Okay. So our starting point to talk about conflict today begins with rewinding back to our first conversation. Yeah, let's do it. Do you remember what we talked about? Yeah. So you asked me out on a date and we went on a date to this gorgeous restaurant and we closed it down because we were having a really inspired conversation. Coincidentally, we both were coming from wanting a very similar thing with our next partnership. I was coming from doing a lot of work inside of teams and really getting really super clear about what teams and relationships and companies are up to and really creating intentional and purposeful reasons for coming together. And I had all these relational skills and I really wanted to be inside of a we with somebody who was super interested in being clear about what we're up to, meaning what is the purpose of our partnership and how can our partnership be of service to the world beyond just you and I loving each other? I didn't know I would be doing it with you at that point, but it was a very juicy conversation. And you similarly were coming from a very similar desire. Definitely. I was coming out of a long-term relationship where the fights that we would have often took the shape of, are we committed? I'm talking about my ex. Are we committed to having each other's back? Are we committed to having our own back? Mm-hmm. And we were meeting with a couple th- therapists who was a Buddhist in town who really promoted this more siloed view that every person has got to have their own back and it's not your partner's job or responsibility to have your back too. Mm. So when I discovered the work of Stan Tatkin and interpersonal neurobiology, and I started studying the both and situation that Mm -hmm. could occur, Mm -hmm. I have my own back hundred percent and I stretch and learn and grow and figure out how to have your back too. Mm -hmm. That really intrigued me a lot. And that was the kind of partnership that I was looking for so that I could also have more impact in the world. Right. Yes. So we were geeking out about all of that and we closed the restaurant down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then it started to get more clear as we started dating that for you, it seemed like the quality and the depth and the juiciness, I think was the word used at that time of the we was the priority. Over impact. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that my top value or priority was definitely creating this we space with you and really learning how to do that and getting aligned. And I definitely had very, a lot of interest in having impact and having a relationship be of service, but I didn't feel, I felt like the we experience comes first because if there's too much noise in the way of our we it just becomes complicated to attempt to be of service in the world for me it does it makes a lot of sense yeah and my values were flipped in relationship to that so your first your priority first value was impact right yeah yeah and and then i really wanted a juicy mutual fair have each other back, kind of we. Mm -hmm. And at that time, although if you said to me, you know, you need that foundation in your we to be able to go do these things, 
I really was much more focused on what can I do in the world with mm-hmm. this lifetime and the privilege that I have. How can I serve more people? And so you wouldn't have heard me say that if I had said that to you, which I probably did, but <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have heard it at the time is what you're saying? I think I would. it would have made sense to me, and you probably did say that to me, and it did make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And the existential meaning that I was like the self-esteem, the feeling of value in the world all came mostly from having impact in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So for us, we have had a lot of experience with conflict around having different values Mm -hmm. in terms of what's in the first position, right? Right. For example, if you were very focused on some sort of work piece... And I felt like that took away from our we in some form, or I didn't feel like you were prioritizing the we or something or not being aware of the impact or Mm -hmm. something around that, then it would create some sort of conflict. Or if I was like probably hyper-focused on the we and you felt like that was, well, what would you feel like if on the the opposite side? For example, here's a good example. Like we, we've talked about this before on the podcast, but we had this involuntary, massive mold remodel problem at our house. And during that process, running a startup, coming back to the basement of your parents' house. <laughs> we were living with my parents, which is, <laughs> they were so, so awesome to Amazing. let us live there with So them. generous oh my gosh. and so sweet. Yeah. And it was still your parents' basement. Yeah. So coming home to that after running a startup all day, and then we've got three hours of decisions to make. And In my mind, inside of my value system, I'm thinking, how do I get regulated? How how do I down-regulate, relax, so that I can be really on in the morning for work, right? Mm -hmm. And it was completely valid and and real. Is like, no, well, we actually need to make these decisions to move this project along so Mm -hmm. we can get out of this basement, right? (laughs) But inside of my lens of what feels most valuable to me, like the priority at that time, often felt like it was in conflict with what are we needed in terms of getting the project completed and move forward. Mm -hmm. I think what's important about this conversation so far is that what seems quite true in our experience personally, and also what we've seen in other people's couple hoods, ships, is that one, to ask the question, what level of self-awareness does each person have about what their highest value is? And I would say that like in your previous partnership, would you say that you had, you both had awareness about your highest values? Like, was it an active conversation? The agreement that, or the way that we related to each other was more of this silo kind of situation where you know, she had her values and priorities and we had a beautiful child together. And so there was this kind of tit for tat, like you go do your thing. I'll go do my thing. Mm -hmm. Here's your night. Here's my night. So it's a very kind of like living life together, but very parallel in a parallel way. Yeah. And kind of in separate worlds. Yeah. This is in childhood research, it's called parallel play, where the children are in the sandbox, but they're not working on the same thing. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. so stage one is parallel play. Yeah. Let's just call it stage one. Yes. 
So a parallel play, you, they might know their values, but they're not really being in a collaborative conversation about it. So maybe stage two is where you and I have, have gotten to, like what you're talking about is, okay, we're aware that we have these values. We think that they might be in conflict to each other. Sometimes they appear to be. They appear, yeah. yeah. So we're talking about it. We're trying to figure it out. Conflict seems to arise when one person has, you know, a priority that doesn't match the other person's. And so in this stage, I think the opportunity which we really worked on, and I think we've done pretty freaking well, is to link each other's highest values. Yeah. So why don't you describe what that is? So for me, it's looking at your highest value of a vibrant, healthy relationship Mm -hmm. as being incredibly supportive of me in living in my highest values. So the fact that I get it to go out and have impact in the world, which is so fulfilling for me, is really fully dependent on and supported by having an incredible relationship at home. Right, because you think that if you didn't have a supportive relationship at home, you wouldn't be able to do impact as well? Or how would you describe that? Absolutely. I mean, the kind of resource that I have here with you, I've never had before. And I've been able to exponentially grow my impact in the world. Mm -hmm. Right. And vice versa. For so many reasons, for regulation, for conversations with you, all the different uh, ways that my nervous system is prepared to go out in the world and do the things that I want to do. Completely different level of resource in my system to be able to go do that. Right. And so how about for you? For me, your highest value of impact was helping me to be in my highest value of the we, of the relationship, for several reasons. One is because you're so driven to have impact, you felt influenceable around leadership and relationship conversations that I really feel that my value of we, and I know it's your value too, but my highest value of we was able to influence a lot of what you were doing and the conversations you were having and how you were leading and also how the four of us who are in business partnership together are able to have a foursome that has highly skilled relational contact. Not that any four of us, you know, we all four contribute to that, but it being a highest value, of course, I'm paying attention to that, the we of the four of us. So also your desire for impact helped bring financial support into our system, which gives us the resources to find ways to have deeper regulation, to have time to deepen, to have time to repair all the conflicts that we have. So there's a lot of ways that I can link your highest value to my highest value. And I think that the the important piece here for those who are listening is that if there's a perception that we can't work this out because we have different values, that possibly there's another opportunity for you is to see and talk together about what are the ways that each of you being in your highest value supports the other person. Right, versus in maybe a less conscious state, arguing about who's going to live in, who, in someone else's values. Like, right. I want you to live in my values, or you want me to live in your values. Right. Yeah. Right. I just want to say, too, that these little conflicts that you could be having with your partner, 
if you're not linking your values, can show up in a lot of different ways, like how much money we spend on food. Right. One person might be like, we need the best nutrition. Other person might be like, well, I want to save money. Right. It could be about the new new puppy we're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> I want an expanded we with a, you know, a little fourth member of our family. Mm-hmm. And you might want to have more freedom and not to be tied down, you know? So it's like, right. it looks like a lot of things when we're not linking the values. Yeah. Thanks for saying that's important. Yeah. Okay. So let's take a little break. And then when we come back, let's talk about the third stage. Great. Cause it's, it's, I think where the money is. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you're enjoying this episode. I want to take a quick break to let you know about a gift we created for you and your partner. We compiled our top 10 relationship agreements, agreements that have been so powerful in supporting the success of our partnership that we even turned them into our wedding vows. These agreements help us stay connected, growing, and thriving as a couple, and they've been critical to help us create a kind of we that's way beyond what we've ever experienced before. You can download this free gift at kristavanderveer.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-A-V-A-N. D-E-R-V-E-E-R.com. Also, if you enjoy our podcast, it would be so meaningful to us if you left us a rating and review. Not only does it help others find us, but it gives us critical feedback on how we're doing. Thanks in advance. And now back to the episode. Previously, we have talked about the we that we create as an entity that is a blend of who each of us has been and will be and has its own almost autonomy or individuality. Yeah. An easy way to talk about it is when we get into a conflict, it's really easy to say, okay, hold on. What does the we need? Right. It's like the eagle eye view of the system that both of us are a huge part of versus like, well, I need this thing and, you know, you need that thing. It's like, well, what does the we actually need now? And there's a way that you can hold it, the we, that is really supportive and helpful, especially instead of conflict. Yeah. So what we've been exploring lately is the way that the we has its own values, has its own schedule of what's important. And it's a blend of both of us, of course. And so it's very interesting when you start thinking about less about how the individuals get their needs met and how the individuals link their values. And you start thinking about an organism that has a blend of values that sourced from us, but has its own personality, its own way of doing things. So in our circumstance, what we came to was, okay, so it's not that I only am responsible for the we part of the value between the two of us and you're just responsible for the impact. It's that we are taking full responsibility for both because we each hold that top value. Right. Which takes us back to our first conversation in a way, because it was so amazing to meet another person who wanted to create a dynamic relationship that wasn't only about our own personal pleasure and security, but also about impact in the world. Right. And being of service. Right. Yeah. How this shifts in my system is that I'm prioritizing your value as much as I'm prioritizing my value. 
and it inspires me to live into the value of impact in this case. And how can I actually participate more inside of that value? It's about responsibility. Yeah, it's for me, it's a very inspiring challenge to live up to, to, to live into. I feel like I need to up-level my everything, my generosity, my vision, my the scope of what I'm holding, what I'm thinking about, um, caring for the quality of our we as much as I'm caring about the impact that the we has. Right. And so on my side of the we, aligning with what we've thought about in the past is your highest value mm-hmm. as much as I'm having my own back. Right. Which is why the puppy conversation was a lot easier. (laughs) (laughs) Uh I also want to say that at this stage, what we're calling stage three, when we're inside of this conversation, there's also the opportunity at any point, any stage, but really when we get clear that we're holding something bigger together, it's not just a parallel lives that we're living. Would you say parallel play? Then the conversation really turns into, so what are we up to together? And when we're clear about the values and that we're both taking responsibility for the top two values of the we, it becomes very clear about what we're up to. Which deepens the security and the, the strength of the possibilities. Yeah. And by up to, it's like, what's the purpose of our relationship? Why are we together? What are we inspired to create together? Mm -hmm. It becomes a co-creative relationship. Right. So let's just wrap up by sharing how we are experiencing conflict at this stage. I can say that for me, when something like a conversation about the book you're going to write, that's going to take up a lot of commitment. I am just out of the gates, like such a fuck yes to that, because I know in my system that both the we and the impact are going to get attended to inside of whatever we face there. Yeah. So the alignment gets easier. Alignment gets easier, exactly. When you want some freedom, (laughs) like you don't want to be, you know, you want to have a man's night or you want to just have your own time. Rather than being threatened by that, you know, I can see the value of that. Mm. I just feel like there's less of like that underlying who's going to get whose needs met. Mm. And obviously, mm-hmm. if something did come up and I was I had an issue about it or concern about it, I would address it with you for sure. But it just feels so much easier to align on things that we need, that we both need, because we're holding both mm-hmm. values. Yeah, and on my side of the we, the way it occurs to me is it shows me how in the past there was still just a little bit more of having my own back than having our back or your back. Mm. And so it feels like at the same time, more of a relaxation into the nest that we created and keep creating together, Mm. more trust in what you're bringing to, are we in terms of the, the values that are important to you, Mm. less questioning. And so just more openness and, and, and a more collaborative experience. It feels like another level of earning secure attachment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So our invitation to you is if you're interested in exploring this, obviously, no matter what stage you're in, one thing that we both recommend 
is that you go to Dr. Martini's website. It'll be linked in the show notes and do a values determination just to see where you're at. Even if you feel like you fully know your values, I, I think it's a good exploration. And then have your partner take it if they're willing and then have the conversation with each other and see what you find and discover together. And see if your values are different, which odds are they are different. Probably, yes. Where can you begin linking your top value with your partners and vice versa? Excellente. We actually do this values determination about every year just to check it and see what it says and see what's true for us. Yeah. It's like going for a dentist appointment. Pediatrics, it's called a well child visit. Okay. The child is well, but they still need an annual visit. (laughs) (laughs) They're done having parallel play. They're going to be collaborative. Well, ours is. Yes. Okay. That's it. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining us. If you found this content valuable, please follow the show and share it with your partner or other key collaborators. If the show has sparked an interesting conversation based on these topics, we'd love to hear from you. Find us on Instagram at Art of We Podcast. And we'll see you next time when we explore what it means to be better together, like butter and toast on the Art of We.